0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Welcome to Believe in
0: 76ers
1: with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by betonline.ag. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline where the game starts. Welcome to another episode of Believe in 76ers. I am Tasia Dash, not the usual host, that's usually my brother Marcus, but we got Eric Snow, point guard of the 76ers. How you doing, Eric? I'm doing good, So Doing pretty good. Marcus is out with an illness. I don't know if he got it from Embiid or not, but uh, you know, you know, he's, I guess he's out. Uh, some guys play with illnesses, some guys don't. It's the, maybe a generational thing, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, play. I mean, some people, you know, at least give it a shot, but, you know, it's different. Yeah. Nowadays.
1: Yeah. Be nice. I say soft. You... Yeah, yeah, it's
0: different.
1: soft. Yeah, that's a good word. Maybe come on.
0: I wouldn't, you know, I'm not putting words in anybody's mouth. I'm saying that's what most <laughs> people would say.
1: I don't want yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. Some people say it. you didn't, but some some yeah, people do. They
0: can it. say it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. I, I got you.
0: Um, so let's jump right in. I was, I was, uh, I was sick, you know, a couple weeks ago, and, you know, and, you know, Mark was just like, oh, okay, well, let's just finish the show. You know, now now, all of a sudden he's sick, you know, but, you know.
1: People are made that's different. a generational thing, maybe, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, no, those people that was sick in my generation, too. They wouldn't do anything, so.
1: That's that's true. It's just a personality thing, then. Um, speaking of sick um and bead was out for the pelicans game sick so mm-hmm. uh maybe it's not it's maybe it's not a generational thing so um it was a rough game against the pelicans uh i know we don't like to overanalyze each game sometimes we do uh but without him we got absolutely dominated inside zion and Valanciunas went 19 of 21 from the field and out rebounded our entire starting lineup so Without getting into specifics yet, what's your biggest takeaway from that game, that performance?
0: Um, I think from that performance, we didn't perform like we were one of the best teams in the league. I mean, I, I think we were we were just going through the motions. To be honest with you, I mean, it wasn't a it didn't seem like it. How can I say it? I don't. Maybe not the first time this year, but I know it. We didn't haven't had many games like this where I felt like we really didn't run a play. Like, once they started, it was like, man, let's just get this game over with. Um, usually when Joel doesn't play, we still kind of have that jolt to prove things and um, – or maybe we just ran into a team that was, you know, playing well and, and, and had an on-night. Um, that happens sometimes in the league, but I just couldn't really figure out, like, how we kind of – We didn't meet their energy. I mean, I didn't think that was something that would happen. Like, we didn't really – because I didn't really see New Orleans as an energy team. Um, But I just just thought that their energy was better. I don't really want to say effort. Say more of the energy and the enthusiasm and playing. And then you – when you have that much dominance inside, that can do that. I mean, that could kind of cement things because it, you know, makes the game easier for you. I think he was. I think Zion was nine
1: of nine in the first half, and I remember telling Marcus actually, like, you can't make him miss once. You couldn't make him miss once. I mean, he's a, good, he's a good, he's a very good player. He's supposed to be one of the best players. So yeah, I mean, like, I'm not saying we made a bum look great by any means. He's a good player, but dude, you can't make him. I mean, but that,
0: but that's. I mean, that's the thing about it. it. Is like, you already, you know, just in our starting unit you probably, they probably already, not probably, they do have an, a matchup advantage with him offensively. Offensively. Like, we don't really have a guy in our starting lineup that can really give him trouble. I mean, Tobias yeah. is our four, but Tobias, that's, that's not a t- that's not an easy matchup for him. No. Um, but on the other hand, I think it's, you know, he could give Zion issues. Um, but I, that's not an easy matchup. I think it's an easier matchup when you probably have Joel behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zion, I mean, Zion's, <laughs> he's always shot a high percentage, so that's not a surprise. I mean, he's really yeah, efficient yeah. yeah. around the basket. Um, I mean, Definitely the wrong like,
1: team he was going to beat for, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's hes one of those guys that you got to find a way to maybe double him. But, yeah, but it's tough because his especially, you have to make a decision because his he's so efficient around the rim that he doesn't really take a lot of shots. Yeah, he doesn't really take a lot of shots. He don't get a lot of touches, even though he's you know he scores the ball. Um, but I, I would say with his limited touches and his his history of not playing a lot of minutes or conditioning-wise, his history. Um, I, I would double him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would give him a crowd every time, every yeah. time you could. But I, mean, I, I, I thought we, we spoke about the last show that, that who, you know, I think I, maybe I brought it up like who was going to guard him? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I felt that was a matchup coming in. Like, yeah. we, we're not really built to defend a guy like that at that position.
1: Yeah, you mentioned Zion as a guy that was going to probably give us a lot of trouble that night, um, and it's interesting too because they just got back McCollum, and it, usually when a got when a team gets back a guy who's got such a high usage rate like McCollum from injury, they kind of have a little of a rough patch trying to get him back into the flow of the offense, and they're trying to you know re, especially with a guy with that much usage, they didn't seem to miss a beat at all. It seemed like he's been playing all season at that point, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, you just never know. I think he, you know, and I know CJ in person, but I believe that I know him that he wouldn't. The CJ that I know wouldn't just jump back in and not put a lot of time into playing. I know he went down to the G League, and I don't know if he played, but I'm just saying they practice way more in the G League. So I know he he was playing basketball and getting some work in before he came okay. back in. Um, so, and I, I think that the way they used him, I, I didn't feel like it was, it was rushed, you know, it was, yeah. and they popped on him. Uh, we'll see how it goes in the future, but I just think that it was a good balance. Do you also think, cause I
1: mean, I I bet on the game, <laughs> uh, maybe too early. I was blindsided by the Embiid out news of like.
0: Yeah. I mean minutes. the NBA, the NBA so hard. Like, like, I've, you know, started to do my little $2 bets and stuff like that. You know, we talked about that. But the NFL and college football is – but the the NBA is so hard because you just never know when the guys want to play.
1: That was crazy. Like, it was, like, right before the game started. I was like, they didn't know he was sick all day? They didn't know he was, like, well, he wasn't – come on now. That was so weird. You got to take it,
0: like, right up to the – and, they, you know, you can't take it, like, right up to the tip because they cut it off. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, There's yeah. so, so many guys that just – you you, know, you don't see anything, but they just out. Ah, but the fact that, that like, really I just didn't know it. Like, at least talk about him being like,
1: oh, he's got he's questionable with an illness leading up to it. But, like, it was, like, from playing, not one word, and then all of a sudden he was out. I was blindsided by it. Um, and it, we were actually talking during the game. I was like, man – I was like, I just – our energy levels – we're so off. I don't know if MB would have really helped that game uh, that enough to win. Yeah, we
0: probably, I we they, probably I could have I, – I could see us losing that game, even if he played.
1: Yeah, I think we would have I mean, lost. So we anyway.
0: picked, I picked them to lose anyway. Like, I didn't think they could win that game.
1: They were just on. It, it, they were on. It was a terrible – like you said, there was no real offense. I, I, felt like, I felt like we went into a going, hopefully we just get hot. It's one of those games where our guys just can't miss, and we just, we just, we 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 hit it till we win. Um, I I think my biggest takeaway, and I don't know, maybe this came from the blindsided news. Marcus Morris at center against a big bruiser like Valanchunas, I didn't love that personally. It's not Morris's fault by any means. I just don't think that's the right matchup. That's
0: not the first time we've done that. Like I'm 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 trying to figure out why we do that. Yeah, I haven't figured out
1: do you think that's more indicative of how we feel about or how the lack of confidence we have in a legitimate backup big, like that's what Bamba was supposed to be. And I guess Paul Reed. Yeah, backup I, I mean, I guess
0: you, you have to look at it that way. I mean, those guys don't fill in. I mean, sometimes you have, you take that third big and you, you have to decide, okay, do I just start him and play him a couple minutes and then keep your backup in his same role and just extend his minutes or do i put the number 2 guy in the number 1 spot and just play him minutes and play the number 3 in the number 2 minutes and then decrease those minutes
1: mhm yeah
0: um that's that's usually how it's done but in this particular situation we're taking a guy that's already in the rotation and changing his position yeah um i i i, I, I still i mean i would love to hear um nurse kind of Explain Speaking that directly. Yeah. And I know he won't do it. There's really no need for him to do it. I'm just saying like, if I had a one-on-one with him, I would like ask him, like, what is your thinking on that? Like, why, why you, why do you do that? And I know it's limited minutes, but I'm still, I still don't understand why. And, and because if you plan limited, if you playing him limited positions at limited minutes at that position, that would be more of a reason why you would place somebody else if it's limited minutes at that position.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see keeping Paul Reed in his, uh, his in his spot, like you said, yeah. to not upset that. But then start Bamba, but like yes. you obviously, you obviously don't feel that. I mean, you don't feel it. Think that highly of Bamba. That, that's what I took away from it. If they're going to yeah, start, I mean, him that's what
0: saying you don't you don't feel highly about it about him is is what it's saying. But at the same time. We haven't seen him do it. Maybe they see more, yeah. obviously in practice. But I would have, I would like to at least see how that looks when before
1: we play. before we move on and try to maybe get another backup big first, right?
0: Yeah, I would like to see because you know, knock on wood, you don't want anything to happen. But what if you know he, he loses consecutive games? Like, is this how we're going to do it? Like, what what is going to be the plan?
1: Tonight, for instance, if he doesn't play, what are you gonna put? They can put Marcus Morris on Horford down
0: low. I mean I mean Horford is you got a better chance with Horford than you do the other because Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because Al does spend a lot of time on the perimeter. That's true. uh, even though he can't be effective on the block, but you know, the way they play, they will spot him up a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, so those are my that's my biggest takeaway. That and turnovers. Our starters had three more turnovers than they had rebounds, which I thought was <laughs> incredible. Um, and I, I'm glad Maxi got his 33. And I know a lot of people kind of put it on him that he didn't get more assists. He only had three, but watching the game, it wasn't because he wasn't getting guys involved. We just weren't hitting open shots. So I'm not going to knock him for not playmaking, getting shots for people that they, they just couldn't make them. We, we were just ice cold and we were just careless. It was a pretty, it was a bad oh, game. Man, you just,
0: can't, You can't, you can't, Knocking, you can't knock the guys for missing when he didn't get assists, and then give him credit when he does get assists. Oh,
1: you mean you just give, give the other guys credit when he gets the assist too? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, it go you can't go, both, can't go yeah. one way. You know what I'm saying? Like it can't be one sided. So when yeah.
1: you're assists, you get
0: getting assist, you got to give the guys credit for making the shots too. Absolutely, knock yeah, for him not getting the assist.
1: And we have been for the most part. Melton's been outstanding from three this year. Um, a lot of the guys have been hitting the open shots. It was just a bad game. It was it was the maybe I the mean, first one.
0: some of the, some of that you also got to understand. Some of that comes with Joel not playing too. Because yes, guys may get open shots, but guys may get open layups too. Yeah, <laughs> when Joel isn't playing. Yeah, and then you still got Maxi, but it's it's different when he's getting all the attention versus the second most attention. Scoring wise, played pretty good. pretty efficient. Pretty. But, play, but that's well, why you usually. Yeah, for a game like that, you get you get points. He's talented, but to get points and assists, that's that's different. That's tough.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of one of the other uh, cast members, um, Tobias Harris going to be our our second topic here. Um, I don't want to. There's been a lot of heat he's taken recently, but. Is it me or just does it seem like no matter who we're missing Harris kind of has the same carbon footprint on the basketball game? Do you do you think that or do you do you see an uptick on what he does when we're missing guys? I can give you some stats first if you want to hear my stats. You want to hear some stats. I, I,
0: I would I would say that I would I'm trying. No, I was just trying to. I'm trying to figure out like how to say it.
1: You' <laughs> I don't think
0: it's a. No, 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 no. I'm saying. I'm just saying so you can understand what I'm saying. Like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm trying to be constructive.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah.
0: He is. He is consistent in in what he does. Um, from a standpoint of being who he is. Okay. I don't know if he really looks at it from a standpoint of Joel is out. I'm going to work. I think it may be consistent staying, staying within who he is. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he looks at it yeah. and says, you know what? Joel's out. I'm getting 25 touches, 25 shots. Like, I don't know if he approaches it that way right now. Mm, it's just joel's out okay i'm gonna do what i do joel's playing i'm gonna do what i do but it's not like and i and i think he probably need to be more aggressive and overly aggressive in those instances where he doesn't play um some of that can be on him some of that could be on coaching and placement some of it can be on your lead guard um but i think that's something that needs to be addressed with his shot attempts when Joel doesn't play, he can't sit at 10 shots and you're shooting 50% from the field.
1: Yeah. You're, you're so right though. He, he does what he does. And then looking at the stats, uh, I was deep diving it earlier. It's like he, he does the same exact thing, but then he takes like a like a five, ten, like a 10, 15% uptick in usage. He doesn't go beyond he only takes a little bit of what Embiid's left over or what Maxi leaves over when he doesn't play. But he doesn't say, like, okay, I'm getting mine tonight. Like, you need me, yes. lean on me tonight. He doesn't, he doesn't do that. Like, so last season, uh, 60 games with Embiid, he averaged uh, 14 and, and five and a half. So let's just, I'll round it up 14 and six on 11 attempts per game, shooting 50%. The 14 games without Embiid, uh, 19 and 7 off 15 attempts per game. Yes. So,
0: he just added... And that was with James. So, yes. like now James isn't here. Like, you should, be, yeah, you should be getting 20 plus shots in a game like that.
1: The 14 game. So, the 56 games last year with, with Maxi Harris had 13 and, and 5.6 off 10, 10 attempts. Without Maxi, 18 and 6 off 13 attempts. So, again, he only added, like, 2 to 3 attempts when someone who shoots about... 15 times a game's out. So, like, yes. it's, it's like he's getting the same uptick in attempts as, like, Batum is. Like, yes. o- o- then, or, then or like Beverly, yeah. like, two more shots a game.
0: Like, or somebody else would get, yes. Yeah, but, keep so, I mean, like, it's, that, like, it's a big step by. That's what, that's what I was saying. I was trying to be constructive with it because I don't think it's necessarily criticism. I think it's just who he is. Yeah. Like yeah. he just like I don't I don't know if it has to be. Well, I I do know if and it's my opinion. I think most of if if he, Tobias takes a high jump in attempts, you have to call plays for him, in order for that to happen. And I don't think the coaches are doing that. I don't think Doc did it. I don't think Nurse is going to do it. Uh, but I think in order for him to get the 20, 25 attempts in the game, you have to specifically go to him for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's
1: really interesting. And then um, uh, Ben Dietrich, a um, um, online Sixer guy, um, he had some interesting things to say about him as well. So his was more on off the court, on the court, when they're healthy, but just like rotationally. Um, Sixers are f- plus 4.9 with Harris on the court. They're plus 16.3 with him sitting. And he went on to say it's his worst season shooting from three. It's his worst season assist to turnover ratio. It's his worst rebounding rate. And his steals, blocks, and deflections are abysmal. Um, Now, do you think – before we didn't have this luxury, so we never even talked about playing him less or sitting him. But this year we have so much redundancy and a lot of guys who do the same thing with Rocco, Morris, Patum. We have a lot of guys who kind of sit in that range. Do you think he should maybe be playing a little less or, or not be playing as much?
0: Less, I would probably lean towards no. Okay. Um, I I would say – Find a way to maximize his minutes when he does play. Maybe playing less with a guy. You know what I'm saying? Maybe less with Joel or less with Maxi, Having some of his minutes when one of those, having him play all the minutes when one of those two are off the court. And then maximizing him while he's in there. Where he, he needs to be more of a, Give him the ball, guy. When I mean, we keep saying it for years, like it's year after year. If you want him to be 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 that guy, and we put all these expectations on him, then we got to give him the ball. He he's not a guy that's just gonna go get him it if plays aren't called. If, if yeah. plays on not he have to specifically go to him, um, and finding out a way, finding out the, the best way to do that. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I just yeah. gave a couple suggestions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, I'm not in that locker room and in that office to be able to figure that out.
1: It's interesting because it's like we just – yeah. It, when you see him score, you're like, you can do that more. You might not make all those shots, but I want to see you try. It's just attempt more of those. Do
0: exactly what you do, but add about 20- 25 that's that's what leads me to think that he's a play call guy and if you haven't a free-flowing system that isn't specific to just calling plays for guys and we have made that a point not to do that with joel it's it's not going to happen but but that's what he needs in order for him to do what we kind of know he's capable of doing yeah yeah um and, and for him to get, because I think otherwise it's going to almost come off like he's forcing shots or he's breaking, breaking the system, playing out of, playing, playing out of the system um or out of flow. If he just gets the ball and just goes and score, it's not his personality um and it's not necessarily going to look good. So it has to come from the team and it has to come from the coach to specifically put him in positions to, Shoot, you have to man, you have to get 20 shots a game. Yeah. Especially, Especially when and this is how we're and this is how we're going to help you do it. Yeah. For a guy that's flirting around 50% and with his size, I, I don't know why that's how that's a problem.
1: I know. That's what I I always say. I mean, he looks good. He, he goes through spurts where he looks good. And I make jokes during games to Marcus. I'm like, he'll have like five straight points. I'll be like, great. We he, we won't see we won't see him score to like the late third quarter now. And, like, he won't. You won't see him but a quarter or two. And he's out there. And it's like, dude, yeah. we need you now. And, like, in his head, he's got to be like, man, we got Batoon jacking him up. We got this guy jacking him up. Like, I have the same amount of shots as Melton does right now. Like, come on. get. I mean, get him up, man. Like, I'm okay with you missing him. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. It, it's He's just naturally a passive guy. He's just a passive player. Um. I guess it's tough. when people say, "Can you get that out of a player? Can you make them less passive?" Maybe sometimes you can. Sometimes you just can.
0: I Man, I think like like I said, I think you can, but it, it, you have to design stuff for it to happen. Yeah, I mean, you look at a guy like you know, a guy like Vince Carter was considered a passive guy, but he, you know he didn't have no shortage of plays, and you know I don't necessarily how you can say that the way he's dunk on people, but yeah. you know, just. He, um, but he also was given the ball and said, go play. And I know a lot of the older guys that play with him kind of like, we got you. Go do it, man. We cool. We'll do it. We'll do, we'll do all these this other stuff. We'll set screens. We'll get rebound. We'll do a lot of things you need in order for you to do you. I, I mean, I really think Tobias needs some of that. I think he needs the encouragement to, to go be a little, have a little a-hole in you and yeah. go take it. Go get it. Don't worry. Stop worrying about what everybody says. So that comes with encouragement from within.
1: It kind of, you know, what else it reminds me of not their play style or anything, but just the whole like, I I know how good you are. Why don't you dominate more often? AD. Whenever I watch a when, when I watch Laker games, sometimes I don't see him touch the ball for like five or six minutes at a time, or take like one shot, two shots in a quarter, and I'm like. Dude, I know, and I know you know. You could dominate the guy you're against. Like, why aren't you just like, give me the ball and, and take an offer five or six minutes straight? It, it, it's, but again, I'm sure it's. There's a lot of that in the league.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can find you can find a guy or two in on most teams in the league that's sort of like that. But you know, the difference is, you know, guys like you start digging into his pocket and talking about how much money he make and what he <laughs> should be doing. And that's where things change. The expectations change.
1: But doesn't that make it higher expectations when you know people expect you to do more? When, with your with the, with the money you're making, though, don't you say like, okay, well, I, I've earned. I'm yeah, literally. I mean, but
0: sometimes people people get paid. Um, they get paid to do what they do. So yeah. you know, you get paid. You pay people, and then you expect more than. And that's just not in his DNA. You're paying him just, you're just paying him not to regress, not to get it to worse. That's what you're hoping. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just be really efficient with what you get. I mean, yeah. it, with, with, with Maxi and MB, it's like you just really just need, you got Melton doing his thing at three and four. You just need really good three, just really good three and D players pretty much at that yeah. point. I mean, that's, I mean, that, and that's kind of what we need him to be, but. When guys are out, we also need to be more, and, and it's, it's hard because he just doesn't, you know, grab that bite. But, you know, um, we'll see. This this year's fluid with who can come and who can go and trade, so we, I don't know what's going to happen. Um. So, tonight's our last game for a little while because of the in-season tournament quarterfinal starting up. Uh, before we get to that game prediction real fast, now this is the whole tournament for the whole league's wrapping up. We're going to the, the smaller groups. How do you feel about it? I like it. You like it? Yeah, it's I got like a mixed it. reviews. Each year,
0: I think each year it'll um improve. I mean, I think that um guys kind of have a better understanding of it if you the league, you know, ask questions and listen to people and try to make it better however they however they can. Um I hope they can listen to each other, players, league, fans, whatever. And keep making it better, but I, I like it. <clears throat> I mean, I like the fact the way it's set up, and um, I do feel that you know the semifinals. I mean, the quarterfinals, home games, and then the semifinals and finals in a neutral site. Um, me being in Vegas is is great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, you, you know, it's you know, it's you're looking at you know a one basically a one game playoff in phoenix and the lakers and you know just oh, no matter how guys no matter how guys look at it they can guys like i said someone was saying well it won't be a big deal to the team that made it i said well it'll be a big team big big thing to the team that didn't win yeah it will be held against you <laughs> yes i know i know <laughs> will be held against you if you play in that game and those games and, and you don't show up because yep. it's, it's one game and out. Um, so it, it, it does kind of like put a little more emphasis on You're the only team playing, you're playing for something, you're, you are playing for something. So it, it puts a great deal of expectation The more meaningful games in play. So I, I enjoy it. I enjoy watching it. I mean, it's, you know, they kind of had it a little earlier in the season than I thought initially, okay. uh-huh. um, but I like it.
1: How did you feel about some of the players saying that um, the whole running up the score aspect is, is taking away from like the, the, the respect of uh, the sanctity and respect of the game?
0: Um, well, you can control that. You don't get blown out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I always you, say. You can't can control that. So, I mean, I play for a guy, George Carl, who didn't believe in um, slowing down yeah. if you're winning by a lot. Didn't believe it at all. Like, well, why should we slow down because we're winning by a lot? Don't lose by a lot, then. Yeah, yeah. So, um, If you're down by 20, you, you don't control. want to lose I mean, by 30. Don't go down by 20. Yeah. Teams can control that. So and that's a tough one because that's something like a that's like an unwritten rule in the league. Um mm-hmm. where you don't kind of like keep showing teams up. But in this particular, I guess guys and teams are going to have to learn in the in-season tournament, that's the thing. They they've established it. They've established it from the beginning that this is the thing. You can no longer take it personal because they've established that this is a thing you see and it's, my, it's necessary. And that's how teams are just.
1: I think my one criticism might be, and I don't know how they're going to fix this to counter that. And I think part of the problem is that they're going back and forth and they're getting a little confused, like one game, it's a normal game, the next game, the next night, it's a tournament game. So they go back and forth between thinking, not good to run up the score. Okay to run up the score. Not good. And that's why the coach, uh, I forgot who it was yeah, against Boston, he had a problem with it. He was like, yo, dude, what the hell are you doing? Why are you guys trying to score 40 points? Uh, we got well, I them. mean, that's, like,
0: but that's, not, that's, not, that's not on the league. That's not on the league. That's on them not understanding the rules. They put a separate court out there so you know when you're playing in that game.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: If, you, don't that's look, true. if, you under, if you're confused on what game it is, just look at the court. Yeah. It'll tell you. But you can't tell me that these guys are professionals and they're coaches, and now all of a sudden they don't—they didn't know the rules. So if you didn't know the rules, that means you didn't look.
1: A lot of guys are saying in the beginning they had no idea. They like, I don't even know what the hell this yes, is. Yes,
0: that's, that's on so. them. That's on them and their teams and their coaches and their players for not understanding the rules.
1: Yeah. But you yeah. can't get
0: mad if you don't understand the rules.
1: And B knew them early. He was jacking up threes at the end of the uh, game.
0: Yes. So if teams didn't know, then you're getting mad because you didn't know the rules. So get mad at yeah. the league for putting that rule in. But right now it's in.
1: Now, one way they could do it is by bulking the whole tournament together into one, like, two or three week period, maybe at the beginning of the season or something,
0: instead of we going back and forth. You don't mind the back and forth? I don't mind the back and forth at all. No, I don't mind the back and forth. It's, it's, they made it very clear. It's on Tuesdays and Fridays. Yeah, and, and primarily Tuesdays and Fridays because those are TNT and ESPN days. Yeah,
1: do um, I watch that Kings and Warriors game? That was a fantastic. I
0: so so can't like on a playoff national, game,
1: man. Yeah,
0: so you put it on national TV, and 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 they had to win. Go to State had to win by twelve. Yeah, they knew how many points they needed. They interviewed mm-hmm. Fox after the game, and he was like, "Yeah, they let us know. Like we were aware that you know we couldn't lose by more than 12. Yeah, yeah, that changes things. That makes the game more exciting it when teams was are competing really for not only to win, but to win by a certain amount. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I firmly believe, I firmly believe, if Sacramento didn't have to win by a certain amount, they wouldn't have made the comeback. If it was just a win or loss, if it was just a if it was just a regular game, they would not yeah. have came back because they
1: were pretty much covering a spread. Is what they were doing.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. they were like, we need to, we need to lose
1: by less than twelve. So we that's it. That's our number. Yeah, that was that was a great game. Yeah. I, I was like, man, this is like a playoff game. It's it's incredible. And those two teams just match up so well. It's a really fun matchup with those two in particular. But um, so. On to our game now. So, we do we – we're facing the Celtics for the third time this season already. Uh, season's tied at 1-1. Big game at Boston. Lions currently at 6.5 with Embiid, questionable with an illness. Um, we do not know if he's going to play or not. Um, I'd say, who do you got? Who do you think is going to have a big game? Let's go with Embiid without Embiid to make it easier.
0: I think it's the same both. No. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I mean, until we can consistently beat Boston, like, I don't know what it is, but I never feel good when we play them. I, I don't, you know. It's a Friday night. We on the Coming from New Orleans on the road. <clears throat> yeah. um, they're sitting at home. I already know, personally know, that's a tough place to play. Um, I think we lose. I don't think we, I don't think it's, I don't feel a blowout. In either instances of Joel mm-hmm. Quinn or not, um, but I, I don't think we win. I don't think we cover either one either, with or without him, with or without him.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I have a... I think we lose by that either way. I, I, I unfortunately. <laughs> Like Marcus, we need Marcus to be the homer on this show because you and I are a little more. <laughs> <home>. <laughs> I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't feel. Yeah, it. me too. Me too. I was gonna bet on it earlier. I was even gonna buy points for us and maybe take us like plus ten. But I'm like, man, it's tough. Tough. The last game I saw was that Pelicans game, and if we play that way against Boston, Boston will eat us alive. Yeah, like and ten. I may like
0: take. I may take those. I may take those extra four points, whatever. But.
1: So let me ask you a question: Would you
0: would you rather take Would you rather take
1: Philly by t- Philly plus ten, or would you rather take Boston just winning straight up? What do you think is more likely to happen?
0: Which one's more money?
1: Let's let's the plus ten. That's a good question. They're probably pretty close on, on that regard. They're they're probably around the same. If, if they're the same, what would you what would you rather have?
0: Plus ten. Plus ten if it's more money if it's not then it's money line boston so it's minus 265 for boston just
1: winning and us plus 10 is plus minus 200 so it's it's more money for plus 10 yeah so plus okay. 12 would be plus 12 would be pretty similar to the boston money line yeah okay hmm. all right well, um, either way, I'm going to watch it. and going to have a good time uh, betting on it, some aspects of it. I'm taking some props, some player props, so we'll have some fun either way. But um, that pretty much does it. Uh, we will see each other next week. And I think our next game after that is against the Wizards, which, hey, for not making the uh, quarterfinal, semifinal tournament, getting the Wizards in your regular season schedule,
0: not bad. <laughs> yeah, I think we got it. Wizards and <laughs> Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. At, at so. at Washington and Atlanta home was the two games, so hopefully that Not helps. bad.
1: Not bad. Yeah. yeah, we get we hopefully get two wins out of it after not making the tournament and some extra rest for an ailing sick Embiid. So. Yeah. All right, Eric. Well, um, hopefully Marks will be back. Uh, so it'll be the trio again next week, and uh, enjoy the game in the weekend. All right, you two. Take it easy. All right.